boys and girls, welcome back to another edition of Franchise Buys Games. I am titular protagonist, the king in the north, old franchise. That right there is a producer of the show, the glue. Good evening, everybody. The glue that binds the, the bloody the linchpin. The linchpin of this whole operation. It's producer, nice guy, Johnny. Johnny, how the, how the devil are you? I am... Fucking fine and dandy, thank you very much. Good, good. There was some some aggression in how how dandy you were there. Also, how I fine am, you I'm, were. I am. I am definitely in a bit more of a, an aggressive mood today. So let's see how this works out. Well, worth pointing that obviously last week we we weren't on air. Uh, I know the <clears> week <throat> before we'd said that you were on holiday, so I was going to run solo. But then obviously I've just moved into the new studio. I've moved into the new house, and then there was uh, a massive undertaking that was on a whim to rip all the carpets up and put all new carpets down so i had to take all the studio apart so there was no actual physical way we could have done the uh, episode last week we missed out on uh well we'll cover some of it this week but we'll not go into detail uh, you know what they say this week's the, today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip wrappers <laughs> so we'll touch on a couple of them but uh, we do have, obviously, what a day to record franchise buys games. The gaming gods have finally shone down on us and just said, yeah, he's a tasty fucking breaking news for you to just smash on the actual day of recording. And we have exactly. we have had fucking a leak followed closely by a reveal of the Xbox the long rumored yeah, Xbox Series S. Yeah, I'm going with a with a it's either a, a leak veal or a re-leak. <laughs> oh, oh! Put your cynicism aside, sir. <laughs> I tell you what I'm going to do because I totally forgot to do it. I'm going to shut the studio door. So, Johnny, you can just fill. Well. I'm glad the gaming gods have come down on us and actually not put something on afterwards. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if there'll be some PS5 news filtering through, you know, because now the ball's in their court. It's got to come this week. So, it's got to come this week. Mm, well, there's rumours that something might happen tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if that how much, you know, it's all based on a tweet from someone who works in gaming, Guildford. I'm like, mm, <laughs> not a reputable source. <laughs> Name your sources, sir. Uh, Scott from Game in Guildford. Hmm. Is it seems legit? <laughs> Guildford Major or Guildford Minor? Guildford Minor. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. I tell you what, Johnny. What we'll do? Uh, we'll start this <clears> week's <throat> show officially the same way we start every week, with a little bit of what you've been playing. What are you playing? Well, I went out and dove deep into the nostalgia mm -hmm. of Tony Hawk's Pro Skating. Yes. Remastered PlayStation 4, I yeah, did. Yep, yep, yep. So we can get in under some of that um, multiplayer action at some point. Sweet, sweet. Uh, Ollie Birdman kickflip 920 multiplayer actions. That's what I'm I'll all about. tell you what, though. From turning it on and just hearing the soundtrack, which I'm glad they've put some new stuff in there, but... Mm -hmm drenched in nostalgia right so i'm just like beam and smile playing the game with that i feel like i feel like we're we're strained dangerously close to uh hyperbolov let's play hyperbolov t 
Take it away, nice guy Johnny. Hit us with some hyperbole. Tony Hawk based hyperbole, some bird uh, birdman hyperbole. Absolutely drenched in nostalgia, you know. Especially when you're kind of, you know, just hearing the soundtrack and just looking at the the all the levels, all the all the skate parks coming back in glorious definition, just like it looks so fucking good. It's so a, fucking good. But it's one of them things though, like before you played the remaster. Of which I, I too purchased, however, have not played yet, which I'll, I'll get into why. But it's one of the things where before you played it, if somebody told you, like, in your mind's eye, picture, like, the warehouse, for example, you would picture it exactly how it is in the remake. And then if you mm-hmm. actually went back yeah. on YouTube and watched the original, you would see just how heavily pixelated and, dare I say, a little bit shitty compare what we have now at the time obviously it wasn't but uh it's just that funny old brain trick that gamer brain trick the old star fox brain i like to call it <laughs> all right so you're enjoying it have you uh, have you been playing both or have you been focusing mainly on one or the other one or two just one because it's all like one in one package really yeah yeah kind of thing all like so you can go through the skate parks in one and then skate parks in two. So just to be honest, mate, dove straight into it. Yep. And quickly realised that I need to run the tutorial again. Mm. <laughs> heavily, heavily, heavily. And did the tutorial, which took me about an hour, just going, just getting used to it. Went back to the main level, and now like I'm, I'm a few hours in. And I'm ready to admit I am utter shite at this game. <laughs> you have lost all Tony Hawk skills. I'm not sure I ever had it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've collected skate a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> got a few um, secret tips. But actually, stringing like combos and yeah. um, good like tricks together, mm-hmm. I suck. And I don't know if what it is. It's it's an old. It plays like an old school game. You know, I almost I'm going back to D pad playing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, there's there's never been a better time to play D pad with with the current but, slug of controllers we have now. There's never been a better time to play D pad. But here's the thing, because like you could show it. So the game's shiny and stuff, but I don't think the gameplay and stuff has changed the way it plays. It plays like an old PS one, PS two game where the the analog sticks were just coming into the their own Aye. and like. Your main buttons weren't shoulder triggers. Nah. They were the main yeah, things yeah. on the on the pad. The face buttons. And it's just it completely like you, you our brains are just not wired to play a game like that. So I'd be interested to see when you play. If you're just like, Oh, this is so cool. I am shit at this game. <laughs> Turn it off. I will never skate again. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one thing I found uh, interesting, obviously Again, disclaimer, I've, I've bought it, it's downloaded, I just haven't played it yet. But the, the thing I found interesting was, obviously I played all of the Tony Hawk games the first time round. Uh, and they've took the sort of control scheme uh, move sets from 3 and 4 and pushed them back into 1 and 2 this time. So obviously 3 and 4 were widely recognised as the better move set um, mm-hmm. controls yeah. set up. And they've pushed that into 1 and 2 taking what were already superb games just to the next level but I, again i need to get my hands on it to confirm that but honestly what once i suss it out it'll be it'll be so much more enjoyable but it's a it's a it's a it's a relearning curve which yeah. is re- even more difficult i think aye it's it's that thing as well where 
I think there's going to be an element of muscle memory comes back. Because Definitely. back in the day, when, when Tony Hawk originally came out, we were what? 14? 15? Were we? Aye, I think so. Definitely. Yeah, 14, 15. It was a different time then. Do you know what I mean? There was absolutely no adulting to be done whatsoever. By day, <laughs> and by, when I say day, I mean nine till three. You were at school. You were at home by half three, four o'clock. And then the world was your oyster. You didn't have any responsibilities. You didn't, like... So it was literally, we found a house to be in, be it mine, be it yours, and all of us piled in there and just just played Tony Hawk while listening to American rock because that was the era. You know what I mean? Blink-182, fucking Offspring, uh, Limp Bizkit, all these, this Americana rock and exploded. And we were listening to that while playing Tony Hawk. And we did that for hours on end, for months at a time. So you get in this sort of groove that I'm hoping is muscle memory. That was like, right, we've unlocked the next skate park. We need to do it. So you get the pattern. You hit skate first. Then you hit the tape. Then you do the, the real grind. And then you find what can only be... Uh, well, whatever was the half pipe on that level, or as close to the half pipe as you could get, and then you smashed all your tricks on the half pipe to clear just rank, rank up yeah, the scores. Just clear as many of the objectives on that skate part as you possibly could, and there was the system. You had the system. It was like right, you had a turn, and then you hit skate, and you didn't. You maybe you couldn't find the tape, and then it was like right, uh, I didn't get it. So you passed the control to the next person they now know where skate is because you got them all and then they find the tape. Oh shit, now I know where skate and the tape is and then they might find another objective and we just pass the pad on and every single time it went to another person it was like adding another piece to the puzzle and by the end of it, like, you knew the route to take ending at what was the half pipe to try and get as many tricks in as you could. I think that's what, yeah, so you watching the others play and committing that to memory. Yeah, yeah, and then like, applying what you'd just learned through somebody else's gameplay like and this was like this was like this was twitch before twitch was a thing you sat in the, <laughs> in the same room as the person and watched them play that level in your house twitch yeah twitch live which is i don't know if that's oh actually oxymoron twitch live i don't know so you've been hammering to Hawk, you've been playing anything else um, so yeah, I went back to The Witcher when I realised because I, I got to the point where I could, I was frustrating myself. You know, I was ready to be a pad smasher. Aye. And so I was like, I'm just gonna go back and enjoy a bit of The Witcher. And then is when I was playing that. You know, getting getting further into it. You sent me that message about the news about Witcher Three. Yeah, which we will get into as we uh, progress through the show. Um. Um. And that's else? it for me. Anything that's else? it for me. No, that's it. So this week, Johnny, I have finally ventured to the dark side. I bit the bullet, as it were. I've downloaded and have been playing, among other things, Valorant on the PC. Ah, uh, mouse and keyboard wonk. We knew this was going to happen. You can't buy the rig that I've bought without at least trying to play something on it. And I did. I played Gears <clears throat> Tactics on it. And I enjoyed that. And I was like, no, I'm not a PC gamer. I'm just going to leave it as the, the stream machine, the podcast machine. It's it's a beast, but it'll handle everything I need it to do production-wise. 
But there was that tiny voice in my head that was just like, oh, you can't, you can't really play Valorant on a console, though, can you? Oh, maybe you should try that out, eh? <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. So I did. I downloaded Valorant. I've been playing Valorant. Can I just say, Johnny, as a console gamer, I have not played first-person shooter, mouse and keyboard, for probably a decade at this point, or close to. I had a brief stint playing Call of Duty, uh, one of the Call of Duties. I think I might have been Modern Warfare the first time around, but it was a couple of years after its release. I played that, or maybe it was on release. I can't remember. I know it was a Call of Duty game anyway. It might have been Black Ops, I don't know. Uh, I played a bit of that on a PC, and I also went through a spate of uh, buying first-person uh, solo games. Like, the one that sticks out is Fear. Did you ever play Fear? And it was the creepy little girl with the black hair, and it was like Point, yes. point Man, um, her name was begins with an A. I can't remember what her name is. But anyway, I played a lot of that um, back in the day because obviously bought it in a Steam sale at some point. But I haven't touched a first-person shooter on the PC, keyboard and mouse, for the better part of a decade. And I went on Valorant. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, have, I'll have all ears. I'll have the lot ears. PC gamers, give us, give us a week and I'll be up there with the fucking besties. That fucking... I was clicking skulls like a madman, Johnny. <laughs> and I, I'm going to go on record now as somebody who plays on a console with a pad and has played hours and hours and hours this week of Valorant, a first-person shooter on the PC. I will, hands down, which I always have, admit, the mouse is by far the more accurate device to aim with. The mouse far surpasses what you can do with a thumbstick. Right. Oh yeah, you're always going to have better reflexes and movement with it. Yeah, hands down, hands down. However, using bloody wasd, wasd, W-A-S-N-D <laughs> to move around is fucking archaic. Absolutely archaic. There's nothing fluid about four buttons. I, I put this to you, listeners of Franchise Spice Games. If you combined... A handheld single thumbstick with a mouse, you would have the ultimate combination. Breaking news. I don't know if anybody's figured this out before now, or whether it, whether it took all franchise several hours on Valorant to figure this out. The thumbstick would be much more fluid than fucking wazard. 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 So what is, you know, as a, as a complete... I mean, I only played point and clicks on PC. Yeah. No, is 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 it just strafing, or is that something completely different? W is forward, S is back, A and D strafe left and right, and obviously your mouse turns your head. Yeah. So, if you had the thumbstick, I think it would just be a much more fluid experience to strafe forward, backwards, left and right. Jesus, your middle finger, like keyboard, pl- um. PC gamers, their middle finger must be well hench. Oh aye, oh aye. <laughs> Girlfriends pleased the world over. If, <laughs> if, if, I mean that's a bold assumption that PC nerds can get girlfriends, but you know what I mean. No, it's, a, it's a skill, but you'll never use it. You'll never use. It. You are a deadly weapon in the bedroom, but pff, 
You're like a fucking. You're like the daddy long legs. Apparently, the most potent venom known to man, but he just hasn't got any fangs to deliver it. <laughs> you want PC gamers or the daddy long legs? Nah, uh, I've really fucking enjoyed it, if I'm honest. Um, and I wanted to just dip in and dip out, but I kind of stopped thinking about Valorant. I can't oh, stop. Yeah. So oh, it's got its it's got its fucking fangs in. That's not all I've you. been playing. Nah, mate. Nah, you haven't. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Because I've <laughs> been playing Marvel's Avengers this week. Um, oh, go on. Tell Johnny about this because I didn't buy it for my own reasons. But... Right. Give us Go your on. reasons why you didn't buy it first. Right. The reasons are not my own, they're others, because obviously I've read reviews and things. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it came down to it, and I nearly got them both, but I, I stopped just because of what I'd heard about it being <clears throat> repetitive. Uh-huh. Um, not um, basically out of the box for 55 to 60 quid. Yeah. I need a lot or I need to know exactly what I'm getting Yeah, a bit more other than what is supposed, is, is supposedly I hear a good campaign, but not a long one. Mm-hmm. And the post game stuff being repetitive. Now, very, these are all other people's opinions, but they ring true to me because I think games as a service has had ample opportunities and ample failures to learn from. Yeah. And we're in the stage now where they should not be making these mistakes. <clears throat> and that's what stopped me. Uh, all of those are very valid. Uh, they are absolutely valid. Uh, what I will say is the campaign before it, it, it's destiny. It's it's destiny one or two, vanilla. It's it's year one destiny. Uh, it is what starts off as a very different experience. Uh, what looks to be a single player story where. Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, is the lead protagonist, and while it's in those opening hours, it shapes up to be a fucking superb game, and then, then it sort of opens up into right now build your strike team, so you start accruing more Avengers, uh, and it becomes less about Kamala Khan, and she was more of a, a prequel or a like a prologue. To the actual game and you start crewing more avengers and then it does get i mean the campaign's still there you're still getting these campaign missions and other quests side quests if you like do start opening up and you can choose your own strike team and you start leveling up your different heroes to unlock different cosmetics it is very destiny i will say i haven't finished the campaign i haven't had the time to um but from what i've played of it what, I, what we'd said on this podcast a few weeks ago, probably several times at this point, was that if this game shaped up to be nothing more than Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but uh, as a, a game of service, a Destiny-type game, I would be all in on it, because Marvel Ultimate Alliance was fucking superb for what it was. Just a, a beat-em-up. Do you know what I mean? Essentially, that's all it is. It's a beat-em-up. But to put... To put that into a, a, a beautifully realised 3D world, uh, albeit there's a few bugs, yeah, but they will be patched out. They're not affecting my game yet. I will say that I haven't seen any bugs to speak of. Uh, the the combat is satisfying and it feels uh, it, it doesn't feel like a copy and paste combat. So 
like a basic fucking combat tree that you just put on different character skins. Everybody's combat, everybody's skill trees, of which there are fucking many. Again, each each hero, each Avenger, has their own skill tree, has their own combat style, has their own feel, and especially the more you start to level them up, uh, fuck it, superb, absolutely superb. And I, I will say this further down the line, it may get too grindy. It may fall. Uh, it may fall guilty the sins of the father as it were it's another Mm. game of service that's come out and done exactly the fucking same as every other game of service that's come out and been heavily criticized for fucking nefarious levels of grind that's it this sounds a bit like hyperbole after me go let's play hyperbole almost nefarious levels of grind uh, trying to just level these heroes up to the max level cap and then there's you've actually run out of content you're replaying the same missions over and over and over again it's the sins of the father this is exactly what we were worried about seems to have come to pass uh, I mean have you seen anything about what because you were talking last week you are talking about the roadmap and wanting yeah. to see a clear roadmap <clears throat> haven't seen the roadmap I don't know if the roadmap's out there. We do know Hawkeye's coming. We do know Spider-Man's coming to PS4 exclusively. Uh, Hawkeye, by the way, already has a room in the game. So obviously you're in, you're on the Chimera, which is sort of a shield helicarrier uh, on roids. And you, you, each Avenger has their own room, has their own chamber. And there's obviously doors that are permanently locked off, which will open up through DLC or during the roadmap into something else. But Hawkeye's room is already there. Um, I'm assuming that's Hawkeye. It, it has to be Hawkeye. The symbol looks like the flight of an arrow, so it's got to be Hawkeye. But it's I, for where I am in the game, I'm I'm absolutely fucking enamoured with it. Like I can't I I can't wait to get back and play it more. I'm already at the point now where the grind isn't nefarious. The grind is something I want to do because I want to level up Iron Man. I want to level up Hulk. I am having so much fun playing as the Incredible Hulk. It's, it shouldn't <laughs> even be fucking allowed. <laughs> All right, there you go. So that's that's essentially what I've been playing with the, the odds smattering of Warzone, of course. Um, and, I, and I knew it was going to disappoint you saying I didn't get it. And I fully admit it'll probably be fun with friends a lot because that's where the where the grind becomes easier when yeah. you're doing it with buddies. Absolutely. But I, it's just one of those things where it just it bites into me about you know a game that's not ready out of the box. Yeah. And like I'm assuming that you're going to get a lot of free content. Well, that's here. that's what they've said. They've said there is going to be support and free DLC for this game for the next fucking ten year or something stupid like that. They are planning mm-hmm. to support this game long into the future with free and paid content. Uh, and if you look, the thing that I find exciting, right, is this has followed the exact, the well-trodden path at this point, that Destiny, Destiny 2, all, all these games of service, it's following the same path. Very bare, vanilla. Very bare, bare bones. But over the time more and more gets added to it until you've got this fully fleshed out like 
at what point do we get the DLC that drops? Where is where what is Marvel Avengers taking King? Do you know what I mean? What's that mm. one piece of DLC that's going to have people go like this? This fucking thing changes the game. That takes the campaign to the next level. It adds a lot more to do. Like, what does that look like? I'm already looking I... forward to that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not hating the fact that I, I'm not there yet, because I'm still currently having such a good time with it. But as long as it's free, I'm. I'm. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to be a, a stickler for this, but like, it's a lot of money to get mm-hmm. repetitive stuff. Mm-hmm. From what I'm hearing. And I'll let you play it a bit more and see, you know, how you're getting on with the grind next week. <laughs> yeah, by all means, like I say, it, I am by my own admission very early on still. Um, so we'll see what happens as I go through it. The other thing is, obviously, buying it on PlayStation. Yeah. Commits me to also that ne- that level of, that level. I can't even get me levels out. That level of next gen also. Well, and maybe I'm maybe I'm just a bit afraid of that. <laughs> maybe that's the perfect segue into what is the headline of the choice cuts. Or should we get the little bits out of the way first, and then we'll hit the headline? Well, if you want trays, and then we'll get into the meat of it. Tell what is, gives a little bit of gives a little bit of bread, gives a gives a little ramekin full of olives, just to start to get the fucking whistle wet before we have the speaking main course. Of, yeah, speaking of next gen. Yeah. And games that come full of their their price point their, in terms of content, mm-hmm. and that's even before it had its two DLCs come out. Witcher Three is going to be released on an enhanced edition for next gen Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, I suppose. Yeah. As well, and PS Five. Mm-hmm. And because I'm this, this is me just playing. I nearly paused my Witcher Three playset while I can now enjoy this in even better <laughs> graphics that's, i will wait i will wait that's my plan so. if you if you own the witcher 3 you will which get... i do on ps4 yeah not xbox well i've got it on xbox i bought i bought it on release on ps4 and then i bought the uh dlcs but i bought the physical dlcs because you got actual physical gwent decks with them gwent decks yeah so i've got the two dlc so i've got the full package on playstation 4 but then, uh, last year when The Witcher came out on Netflix, when the marketing machine ramped up and I was just seeing The Witcher everywhere, I actually just fully immersed myself in The Witcher. So I started reading the books again. So I read all the books. I redown. I've rebought the game, the Game of the Year edition. I have everything in on Xbox because I've obviously got the Series X. I wanted the best possible experience. So I totally went all in on The Witcher, and then it came to Game Pass anyway, which is a bit of a kick in the dick, but. I got the game of the year for Xbox for thirty five quid, so I will get that patched. So I'm in the middle of like what the third or fourth playthrough of The Witcher now, and I'm thinking you've been talking about it. It's been sort of starting to get that that stoke those fires again. I'm bit I'm feeling like I want to toss a coin to a Witcher all of a sudden. Do you know what I mean? I've got a <laughs> got a <laughs> yeah. pocket full of coins ripe for the tossing, and uh, obviously the next series The Witcher is going to be on Netflix very soon, and it's it's like. I'm going to get behind the Witcher at some point here and then this news drops that we're getting Witcher 3 with like ray tracing, fucking enhanced speeds, uh, enhanced graphics, frame rate, all of this it's getting the full fucking steroidal treatment so I think this is a fucking superb time to get behind the Witcher, I may drop back in periodically 
just to keep my muscle memory, if you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. so I remember yeah. where my portions are, where my fucking like... decoctions are, where my oils are, what I'm actually doing in the story at that point, because getting back into it is a fucking mammoth task. But what I will say is, you know, in terms of a game, and it's a completely different game to the Avengers. It's not a game. Games as a service. No. I appreciate that. But the content involved in it. Yeah. For what you paid for. Yeah. You know, that's what you've got to liken it to. Just like, if Avengers ends up like that over its roadmap, fine. Like, I can I can appreciate that. Then it'll end up being worth its price point. But if it's going to get a year in and then you're paying for the next year's season and then next year's season, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd rather buy the game for 30 quid or 25 quid, you know what I mean? When you know it's gonna, you're going to build on it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But we'll, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah. What else uh, What else have you got as uh, as a little amuse-bouche? Ooh, where would you go to? Uh, I guess we can hit on it. It happened a few weeks ago, but um, uh, Panic Evolved, <laughs> let's say, for Halo Infinite. <laughs> Panic Evolved. Go for it. Um, just lost oh, everything's just gone black on us two seconds well I'll tell you what it is essentially 343 have taken on board two iconic characters from the <clears> Halo <throat> development team um, whose names escape me for now I know there are, one of them's on the um, run of show which I could yeah jo- Joseph Staten is the one that name I was going for yeah He's been brought in for the campaign and um, I'm sure there's somebody else. I'm sure they brought two people in. Yeah, and someone else has come back in for the um, for the multiplayer. Yeah. To uh, uh, to quote Pierre Hintzer. Pierre Hintzer. Pierre Hintzer. To quote the press release, to to st- was it to steady the ship or was it to right the ship? Um, it was to get Halo Infinite uh, quote back on track. Back on track. That's the one. Like. We would do be releasing this game in a month or something, and now yeah. all of a sudden we've had to bring in OG members of the development team to get it back on track. Back, back on track's not good language. What kind of messaging is that, please? That's horrific. Do we even see Halo Infinite in 2021 at this point? Do we see Halo uh, Infinite as a fucking uh, Xbox Series S slash X exclusive? And in fact, what we fucking turned our nose up at, that it was ditching its fucking full playability on everything in favour of being exclusive, we scoffed at that. But if you haven't get everything back on track a month before it was supposed to launch, after it's already been delayed, what sort of shape is this in? Yeah. Worrying. uh, It is worrying. Uh, Worrying. um... Worrying times for, for Halo fans. But... What I will say is I would rather have a delayed and exceptional Halo game than a rushed, mediocre Halo game because Halo is a franchise that carries that console on its back. It carries the Xbox brand on its back and the past couple of instalments haven't set the fucking world on fire the the way a fucking exclusive should, the way the flagship exclusive should. So fucking take all the time you want. Like get, <clears throat> bring the entire old de- development team back if you want. But 
think it's just bad bad news for, for Halo fans because I don't think we're going to be seeing that game for a very long time. And when it does come, I don't know what that game looks like. I don't know if it looks anything like what we saw during we that first then? reveal. I'm still going for the um, multiplayer being released first, just right. to keep content out there. Yeah, yeah, just to keep it in the uh, keep it in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, interessante, interessante. And last entree before we get into the the meat of it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, I I found this one very funny. So this was a um, UFC or EA have had to apologise and remove their in-game advertising, which they surreptitiously uh, wink. <laughs> um, added into the UFC four like a month after launch, and I've been watching a few videos. I can see why people are pissed off. It's like a proper. It's like I guess it's the same as what you'd get watching a proper UFC match. Yeah, yeah. But you've got like advertisements for the boys coming on on, the, on Amazon Prime yeah. like, during replay segments, <laughs> and then it come like coming up on the ticker as you, as you're in a fight. Yeah. I'm just like, fucking hell, that's on the nose. <laughs> like, I see what they've tried to do. You can see what they've tried to do. They've tried to make UFC 4 the ultimate MMA sim. So yes. when you're fighting in this MMA sim, you are getting real-world, real-time marketing the way you would if you were watching a UFC pay-per-view. So I can fully see what, the, what they've been trying to do there. Me personally, thought it was pretty cool didn't mind it at all the, it was a bit invasive when it was coming on mid-fight like it well during replays at least but it's still it, it was if you want the ultimate sim then that's the sort of shit you need to be looking at it's the full package but again I think, misjudged i think yeah i think what's really what pissed them off is that it wasn't at launch yeah but it's been put in post-launch it's been patched in patched in and people have taken that as you didn't want the reviewers or critique critiquers to see this because mm-hmm. you knew it would be on like a bad experience so you kept it out yeah so it's kind of you've been manipulated post post release like like i say surreptitiously they've just snuck it in there mm-hmm. so they weren't they weren't forthcoming so i think that's more being pissed off it's like oh we weren't part of the conversation yeah 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 i get it's, that it's yeah but like I say, we gamers are fickle. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are fickle. Because you know, and these, vocal. These, are the, these are the same people who are saying, fuck that, I don't want this advertisement. What am I going to do now? Well, I'm going to go and watch The Boys Season 2. Yeah. I've got three episodes. On the Amazon. Of, I've got three episodes of The Boys Season 2 to binge. There's a, there's a couple of little tidbits that I wanted to throw in here, just as little tapas, if you like, before we get into the, the main event, the headline. Um, Obviously, me being a, a part-time PC gamer now, this one's fairly fucking big. Uh, Valve's Left for Dead 2 getting brand new content after nearly a decade. So, it's called... Oh, God, what's it called? It's essentially... I've watched the teaser for it, right? And it's essentially... It looks like... Is it The Last Stand? I want to say it's The Last Stand. And it's it, it appears to be a new map. Uh, like a lighthouse you're on like land's end if you like and it is literally the last stand of the whole campaign you're ready to get on a boat I'd imagine and get the fuck off there uh, but you have to fight to the to the boat and then possibly as the name dictates last stand 
have an like just an all-out brawl against waves and waves and waves of zombies before the boat arrives. Uh, after a decade, by the way. Now I tweeted this out right. If this Left 4 Dead 2 fucking new content isn't a playable teaser for Left 4 Dead 3, I will eat my own shit. <laughs> this has this has to be Left 4 Dead 3 has been rumored for fucking nearly as long as Half-Life 3 and we all know Valve don't do 3s Valve stop at 2 and then start doing 2 episode 1 2 episode 2 they're just they're scared of the 3 they're scared of committing to the threequel this has to be it man why why else would you bring new content to a game a decade after it's been fucking released this is this is the ultimate market, and this is PT. This is somebody finishing PT and getting the trailer for Silent Hills. <laughs> this is oh, yeah. we've got a new Left 4 Dead 2 level, and you complete it, and then bang, you get a trailer for Left 4 Dead 3. Has to be, has to be. Who else I does do that? Like yeah. What fucking who else has ever done that? I mean, this isn't exactly a game that they've supported with regular updates. Do you know what I mean? This isn't, here's another new map. This is like, we've, we haven't done anything for, I want to say, a couple of years after the release was the last sort of big update that did it. And most of them, I'd imagine, I don't have any actual tangible evidence at this point, but any patches they've done, either added uh, fixes or uh, quality of life improvements, that type of shit. This has, this has to be it, man. This has got to be Left 4 Dead 3. It has to be, and obviously now that I'm a PC gamer, you better believe I'm getting it. I've already got, <laughs> I've already got this game on Steam because every year the Steam sale comes around, and I never play PC games, but I can guarantee you I spend at least fifty quid in every Steam sale. My Steam library is frankly disturbing. You're for, deeper down the rabbit hole with every sentence, sir. <laughs> for somebody who doesn't, who doesn't play fucking PC games, I haven't off got a fucking meaty Steam library. That's all I'm gonna say. Haven't um, you got like a 150 gig of flight simulator keeping your hard drive warm? As well, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that was on Game Pass for PC, so I can be forgiven on that one. Uh, we also had uh, confirmation of the long rumored uh, Mario Super Mario 3D All Stars. So it's Mario Galaxy, Mario 64, and Mario Sunshine all packaged into one game coming out for the Switch for the Mario. 35 year anniversary we talked about this when it started to be leaked many many moons ago uh that comes out very soon i want to say 18th of september i want to say but we all That's know it's like hot cakes. yeah we know i can't be trusted on dates so somebody probably should fact check that but uh well, yeah that's gonna fucking <laughs> sell that is gonna sell i am 100 percent gonna get that one mario 64 has got so many memories attached to it that i can't even begin to get into that would have to have a third installment of hyperbole off uh and mario galaxy mario galaxy was fucking just outlandish as a game i absolutely fucking loved that game uh mario sunshine hmm. i haven't got a lot of i haven't got a lot of attachment to that one unfortunately i know it's a bit of a fucking marmite type mario game and i you either loved it or you hated it but it'd be interesting to play that again with some level of like investment in it because Mario Sunshine was a game that I've dabbled in I never 
completed it. I never stuck real time into it. It was like I borrowed it for a week or I rented it for a couple of nights over a weekend. It was never, Mario Sunshine was never my thing. Uh, so yeah, we've got that to look forward to. And last but not least, for our little entrees, for our little appetizers, uh, the second Ubisoft Forward is coming on the 10th of September at 8pm UK time. So we've already had one Ubisoft Forward. We have the second one, which you have to, well, you would hope, doesn't just go into more detail on what they've already showed us in the first Ubisoft Forward and goes into... Uh, Fuck, I don't know, maybe maybe some Beyond Good and Evil, maybe some Rainbow Six Siege, maybe, I don't know, what do you want? What do you want? A little bit of Splinter Cell? I don't know. But that's coming on the 10th of September, so next week we will have a full uh, breakdown of, Ubi of the second Ubisoft Forward. And that is all of the entrees we have leading us to the main event. Holy fuck, what did you call it? A re-leak? A, a, a re-leak? No, a leak-veal? A, re a leak-veal. Re so, so we had uh, a huge leak, Johnny. Absolutely huge. And to be fair, how we haven't had it this hard before now seems fucking... And this fucking... Honestly, the build-up to this next generation has been nothing short of a roller coaster. <laughs> That's true. That is absolutely true. And... We've had, like, this is, what, the third or fourth leak that has forced the developer or the the company responsible to then come out and do their full press junket, or at least a snippet of their press junket on the back of this leak. So Windows Central, which is, like, a, a fucking blog site, I, I think. I don't frequent it often. They leaked that uh, it was the American prices, so they leaked the Xbox Series S, which was the long-rumoured uh, Lockhart, Project Lockhart, um, coming on November the 10th, and the Series S, which is the, 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 the dumbed-down version, for $299, and the Series X for $499. They leaked that. Then, fucking this morning, not long, mere hours after the leak, we have... Xbox come out and just say, yeah, fuck it. All right, surprise. Uh, the actual post was surprise, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox Series S, $299, more soon, promise. So we've actually got the box, we've got a price, we've got the date. Uh, we've also had the UK price leaked. Now this, not leaked, sorry, confirmed, this is the mm -hmm. thing I wanted to talk to you about, Johnny. Yeah. Time and time again, every other thing we've ever bought, if it has a $500 price tag, uh, the exchange rate gets just fucked off. They just yeah. ignore Forgotten the exchange about. rate and they charge you $500 and £500. The The confirmed price in dollar was 299 The confirmed price in pound, 250 Yep. Does this mean that, I mean, we've got a lot to unpack here, but just while I'm fucking spitballing, while I'm in that flow state, does this mean Xbox Series X, rumoured in the same leak to be $499, do we see the Xbox Series X, which you have to imagine is coming out on November the 10th, um, 
450 not 499 pounds well the interesting thing let's look at the exchange rate shall we let's throw some actual numbers into this let's this so, is why you're part of this show this is exactly right. why you're on board current exchange rate is a $1 to 77 pence right mm-hmm. so 299 dollar 230 pounds so arguably we're still paying over the over over for it yeah okay yeah. for the for the series s yeah however 499 dollars 384 pounds so by that reckoning you know you could even argue that it might even be 399 fucking hell in the US, but it certainly won't be more than 350 450 because if it's more than 450 then that's just a two on the nose yeah yeah so but yeah it's interesting it, it teases whether and that i think i think that's why they haven't announced that price point yet for yeah the series x yeah because you know the exchange rate could all, all, always fluctuate and but I I think that it's safe to say that it will be four fifty. Now that I've actually read the information you sent me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's nice when I send you these information snippets that you actually read them once in a while. Um, I'm still recovering. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fucking hell, Project Lockhart that's been long rumored, leaks and then confirms within hours. It's strange because I said to you like price seems right, but November tenth seems hmm dangerously early but then confirmed yeah so then your mouth just starts watering what about the x what about the series x does, Tell me more. does the x launch same day i mean well, the considering leak... there's been more news out because here's the thing right now tell me the diff- the big difference on paper between these things i want to know so you know, how much more powerful is the series x yeah i think um there was i did grab something i think i grabbed it maybe i didn't grab it i saw a graphic uh and i just want to try and find that graphic there it is there's the actual graphic right there so all digital 1440p at up to 120 fps direct x ray tracing variable rate shading variable refresh rate ultra low latency custom 512 gig ssd 4k streaming media playback 4k upscaling for games that is your series s so what this model looks like to me is that microsoft have built this model more with a smooth frame rate in mind than a higher resolution Uh which also begs the question which i will pose to anybody listening to this now if you play on a ps4 pro or you play on an xbox one x when you get the option in games, do you want to prioritise frame rate or do you want to prioritise resolution? We always go frame rate. That's yep. what we do. Because they already look fucking stunning, we go frame rate for the absolute smoothest experience. This starts to beg the question of like, have we have we as a community of gamers, either have we been fucking led down the garden path uh, over resolution is king, or do we all secretly know, hang on a minute, fucking I'd rather play a game with a smoother frame rate. So if we're looking at this cheaper model, which might not give you full 4K, it might give you 4K upscaled, but it's still going to give you the ray tracing, still going to give you that variable ray shading, but it's going to give you essentially ultra high definition, not 4K, but ultra high def, well, arguably the same thing. Are we getting very high def, but not ultra high def? With 120 frames per second refresh rate, like, f- f- 
I'm I'm at a loss. I'm at an absolute yeah, loss. I'm trying to think now. What is the what's the other couple of couple of hundred quid what's, I'm paying for? Yeah. Well, I think the uh, storage. I think you're paying for extra storage on the air. Uh, yeah. On the X. That, that's a that's a con for what storage actually is. But never mind. Yeah. Fair enough. It's solid state. So I think it's storage. Um, and obviously, uh, disk the disk drive. There's no disk drive on this. This is a full digital machine. No, no disk drive on the Series S. So there's where your money's at. The you've still got the the fucking the the 4K the ray tracing. You've got 4K upscaling. You've got 120 frames per second if you've got a monitor that'll fucking support it. Um, streaming media player back in 4K. Fuck. This is looking, and you know what I'm like. I live, yeah. I live by the motto: if you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. Be a fucking grizzly. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get your balls out, get your cock out as well. Just get the full <laughs> lot out. Just don't half-ass this. Go. If you're gonna get your balls out, get fully naked. Just charge at it fully naked. But I'm looking at that. and I'm thinking. Hang on a minute. Like, it. We don't have the confirmed price of the Series X yet, granted. But is this, is this worth buying a Series S for two hundred and fifty quid, and just buying a, a, a very reasonably priced external hard drive that will clearly have external hard drive support? Like I bought a four terabyte one for the fucking beast of a PC I've got now for next to nout. Like what? What am I doing here? Do I abandon physical media altogether? The thing is, it's not future proofed in terms of eight K stuff, which is going to become more of the norm. Yeah, true, 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 true. You know what I mean? And if you, it, I don't know how long this cycle, uh, console cycle will be, but because that's the thing, I've, I haven't got an eight K TV, and I haven't got the coin to pay for an eight K TV. Nah, I've. Me neither. Totally. Like I'd be in serious trouble. I've absolutely got the coin to buy an AK TV right now, but that coin was a lot to put a new kitchen in this house. So if I buy an AK TV and <laughs> she doesn't get a new kitchen, I'm living on the street. <laughs> so AK TV is out of the question for me as well. But at some point, a 4K TV was out of the question. Exactly. Exactly. And now you can get a 4K. You can get an entry level 4K television. Which, granted, the further you get away from it, the less 4K it looks. But it's entry level, and if you're close enough to it, it'll still blow your fucking mind. Uh, you can get one of them for like 400 quid now. So, you know, whether or not you want it is a different question. But it is a 4K television for 400 quid. So in a couple of years, will you be able to do the same? Will you be able to get an 8K television for 500, 600 quid? And the answer is yes. So you are right there. It's not future-proof. I will say for a digital-only console, or five, twelve gigabytes, not enough. No, but then not somebody enough. somebody raised this point on Twitter the other day. Actually, it might have been this morning. In amongst the mass debate, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, hello, hello. <laughs> In amongst the huge like fucking uproar on on Twitter, everybody talking about this leak and then the subsequent reveal. Somebody had tweeted. Who's actually playing 512 gigs worth of games right now? And normally I would say the lion's share of people aren't. So 512 gig actually is enough. It's not until you get to the likes of me and you who tend to... 
well, I say me and you, me who buys everything to tr to play everything because it's an addiction and the addiction's real. Five hundred twelve is absolutely not enough. I mean, if you look at Warzone now, Warzone's one hundred and thirty odd gig by itself. Do you know what I mean? No, but, no, but here's the thing: unless you've got like stupendously good internet, like you do, mm -hmm. right? Getting rid of games to then reinstall them plus all the patches mm -hmm. is more than an overnight thing. Sometimes, yeah. So like you're loath to delete stuff. You know? Yeah, that's true. We're fixed. We're fickle. You know what I mean? I I know that the game's not disappearing. Like I still I still own these things. Yeah. But I'm loath to delete it because just because I know how much my chew on is to to re to reinstall download it. Yeah. And I can't pick up and play again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the next day. Mm -hmm. Like if I looked at my Xbox One X, I have got a th so it's a one terabyte X, and I've got three terabytes of external plugged into it. Or maybe mm -hmm. it's five terabytes of external, I don't know. And, and I, I juggle. I don't like to play off the external hard drive, and I did for a long time, and I didn't even realise I was doing it, but I feel like that's a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, I think it's just going to fuck your hard drive, and then everything that's on it's gone, and then it is re-downloading. So what I do now is I just move things. I move things from the external hard drive to the console as and when I'm going to play them, or anything that I know that I... I rely on as a pick up and play game, for example, Dead by Daylight, uh, Grounded, uh, State of Decay. Uh, what's what's the other one that we jump into? Time uh, Apex Legends. These stay on the on the console, and then it's the bigger games that I move backwards and forwards. But I don't. I don't. I mean, if I sat down and looked at every game I've ever installed, either physically or downloaded on those hard drives, I would say I play probably twenty percent of them. I suppose the other thing is looking. We're looking at it a little bit archaically because Project X Cloud is not going to be. It's going to be something else entirely, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it becomes then on your actual, still on your internet connection, but storage becomes less of a issue for digital models as well. Yeah, true. So. I think the the real debate hangs over how reliable cloud saving is, because uh -huh. it's one thing deleting the game off, but you need to be sure that if you do reinstall that game, you have all of your save files somewhere for that, so you're not reinstalling and restarting. Because you might have put, fuck, I don't know, a hundred hours into The Witcher, and you're only just getting onto the second DLC. And you've deleted it and make room for fucking Warzone. And then Warzone's had its time. And you're like, oh, the witch has been patched with 4K fucking ray trace. And I'm going to re-download that. Do you still have that? Does it still save that? And that's something that I've never really checked. Obviously, I know it does. But I've never checked it. I've, I've never had physical, tangible evidence in front of us that my save data is stored. Uh, so, uh, it's like... I kind of think of the word off the top of my head. Find, find your words. <laughs> I'm trying to find a word. The, uh, independently of the game file. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which you'd, you'd have to assume cloud saves are linked to your gamer tag, not not the game. But again, I, I don't ever delete, reinstall, and try to replay something from from a save point. So I can't I can't confirm that. At this point, I would say it's a safe assumption, but I don't know. But the question that I beg, uh, the, the question I put to you, producer of the show, Nice Guy Johnny, what does this mean for the PlayStation 5? 
Well, here's the thing. I'm starting to think, you know, because they've got their digital only model. Yeah. But to me, to me, what that means is that it's going to be the same power. Mm-hmm. I think is the other model. So, and I don't think a disk drive should make that much a dif- difference to the cost. Not this day and age. Not at this day and age. Even a so blue, I've, even a Blu-ray disk drive. Okay, but let's put it this way: that definitely, I don't think the PlayStation Five digital version is going to be, let's say, almost half the price, like like of the of the other one, of the of the disk drive version. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So Sony's going to have two expensive versions of their consoles, period. Okay. Okay. Xbox have effectively, um, let's say, released their like Series S, like the the Xbox One S, at the same time as the powerful one. Yeah. This way, and with their future going to cloud gaming and things like that, and they've probably ticked off. I mean, is this the masterstroke? Have they kept it all quiet? Because yeah, it might it might not have the the full meat and power from a resolution point of view, but if they know us gamers just want the yeah, uh, the um. Sorry, what did you say? Find your words. Find your words. <laughs> Find your words. <laughs> it's been one of them shows, Johnny. It's been one of them shows. It really has. The um the low latency and like the refresh rate. Yeah, the high the it's high smoother. refresh rate. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's it's kind of a massive stroke for them because suddenly they're going to have the affordable con- next gen console mm-hmm. that people might get involved with. Mm. I think. I think the the price at this point forces Sony's hand to. I mm-hmm. mean, they have to make an announcement now. The the, well, technically they don't. Xbox have been clever. They've this leaks come out with rumored prices of both consoles, and a release date, and they've came out and confirmed one of the consoles and the release date for that console. There's still the actual, the heavyweight of the next gen. Is still lurking in the shadows. I mean, everybody. I mean, really, it's coming out November the tenth for four hundred ninety nine dollar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 really. But, yeah. But, but Microsoft haven't said yet. Yeah, that's right. Microsoft just haven't said it. So it's still. I mean, you can see it standing in the door, but you're like, come in, come, come in. I can see you. You can come in, but it won't come in. And you're like, what? What are you? Who are you? Please come in. <laughs> but Sony now, what are they going to do? They've already announced both of their models with no date and no price. Now Xbox mm-hmm. is out there. This was the thing. This was the this was the Cold War we talked about. Who who went first? And obviously we've now got rumours that Sony will be announcing something this week. But ru- rumours. But you have to think, Jesus. It's got to be. It's got to be. What a roller coaster, man! I'm sweating here. It's it's starting to peak. I think it's going to be like a you know, a, a, quite a few finales of TV shows leading up to this now. <laughs> Just like cliffhanger endings. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong, mate. You're not wrong. So I tell you what we'll do, mate. We'll have a quick check on the 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 latest segment. Is let's fucking check the dirt sheets just to see we haven't fucking missed anything. Because uh, we don't want to go hard on that fucking Xbox Series S news and just totally miss something else, as we have done 
a million times before. Um, I'm not saying anything on Twitter, which is normally me go-to place. No, not I've got anything. nothing. I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing. So I'm I'm happy that we haven't missed anything through recording. Uh, and what I want to do because we're we're fucking writing amongst it is just take a look at those release windows and see what we've got coming out. So the next couple on the list after Avengers and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two Remaster were WWE Battlegrounds and Star Wars Squadrons. So 18th of September for Battlegrounds. I suspect I was correct on the 18th of September for Mario All-Stars, so that'll have to get added you were, to the list. Yes. Um, and I want to say something else coming out on the 18th. Um, is Mafia not coming out? It could be Mafia. It could be, or did Mafia not get delayed? I can't remember. I can't even remember. So, yeah, September 18th for Battlegrounds and Mario... Do, 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 do. Crisis remasters out on September 18th on the Switch. Um, PC, Xbox, PS4, and Xbox. Apparently, that's already out on the Switch, isn't it? Yeah, Crisis so. remasters yeah. already out on the Switch. So Mafia is the 25th of September. Uh, that's dangerously close to several other fucking massive open world games for me. Like, so I may have to give Mafia a miss. Watchdog Legions, 29th of October. Valhalla, 17th of November. Cyberpunk, 19th of November. Yep. So Mafia may be collateral damage in that discussion, but we'll see closer at the time. Johnny, have you got anything else you want to talk about here, mate? Have we, have we cleared the docket? Cleared the docket. The docket is clear, boys and girls. This has been another episode of Franchise Buys Games. If you've enjoyed what's happened today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. I don't just say that as a throwaway comment, like I actually want you to do that. If you've got this far and you haven't left a review and you come back week after week, do your boy a solid, you know what I mean? Like if I ever hope to pay a nice guy, Johnny, I need them <laughs> five-star reviews. You, you, you all know I'm not getting paid. Nah, that man's never getting paid. That man signed a sole contract with me. When we were but but children, yeah, he I own him now. <laughs> he will never earn a penny from me. <laughs> Night and day, I own what he does. <laughs> if you've uh, if you've enjoyed something day today, jump on order our podcast. Leave us one of them glowing five star reviews. Do spread the word of the Good Chip franchise. If this is your favourite game and podcast, it doesn't matter if you think you don't have a following. It doesn't matter if you think nobody cares what you think. As a community, we will be heard if we just share this. This is, after all, the second best gaming podcast on the planet, uncontested. Do you know what I mean? So let's get this shared about. Let's let's build this community. Let's build a fucking. Let's get a fucking decent sized cult going here. And before you know it, we're all we're all fucking at a church that we've made ourselves. And there's a giant statue there, and it's just me. And then. At the bottom, there's another figure that hasn't been chiselled out very well, and that's Johnny. But he's there. He's like he's at me feet. He's at me right hand or me right foot. <laughs> like this is what we're working towards here. Uh, where are we at with this going live every Tuesday on Twitch with this show, Johnny? Do, um, you, do you think you've got the internet to support it? <laughs> Probably not, but we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try because I'd I'd quite like to take this to a live show 
on it every Tuesday, and then we can have a bit of bants with the with the chat as well. But boys and girls, that's a story for another time. Until next time, laters. Say bye, Johnny. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>